All right. Well, so this is the first time we're meeting. I found you on Instagram. Somehow serendipitously, you popped onto my page and that's just the way I've been finding my guests. And so one of the things, uh, well, first of all, can you explain how you got to where you are now? Because I know that you were in real estate at first and that's a big way that you found yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. What got me into real estate was the desire for money. Okay. You know, as I've advanced in life spiritually, I started to understand that there's three energies that we as human beings must master uh, in life. The first one is money. The second one is food. And the third is sex. And so unbeknownst to me, part of my journey here um, uh, this time around was I wanted to master these three energies. So the, that's, that's what caused me to get into real estate was the desire to master uh, the energy of money because money truly is energy. And right. uh, yeah, and, and, and we are energy. So what I teach my students is that if money is energy, and we are energy, and, and we are energy, then ultimately, we are money, and there is no separation uh, between us and the money that that we desire. You know, that's so true. I feel like my, people will label money as abundance, but abundance is not just money. It's the oh, love no. that you attract in your life and whatnot as, as well. So well, and, and really fast people also uh, label money as evil. Oh yes, that's so true. And it's, it's the belief that belief system blocks you. And then also if you have low self-esteem or you have low self-worth, then that blocks your abundance as well. Well, it it just justifies the lack for money. Totally. Money. I because love if, the way that you labeled that. Yeah. If if you don't, you know, if if you don't have money, then there's gotta be something wrong with money. Because the right. problem can't possibly within you. The problem has to be out there. Uh, just yesterday, I posted a post and it said, you know, I want it all. It was meant to be an encouragement for people. I want it all. I want money. I want love. I want my soulmate. I want health. I want longevity, vitality. I want to help other people. I want to save the planet. I want it all. I saw one comment. I rarely see the comments, but I saw one and it said something along the lines of, well, as money is first on the list, it, it questions your motives or something like that. And I'm like, you're right. Because, you know, that's, that's all you can say to an ego. When, when totally. You, you're right. I love yeah. that you say that, though, because I feel like I grew up poor. And I feel like when you grow up that way, you are taught that people who have money aren't good people. Or there's a correlation with something being wrong with having money, that you can't be happy and have money, that you're going to have other issues in your life and be dominated by, by money. But it's just a negative belief system that's blocking you from, from abundance. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's literally just a belief system. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very intrigued how you, so you said um, money, food, and sex. Can you, can you uh, talk a little bit more about the food and sex? Yeah. Well, those are the three energies of mastery of, uh, of, of human life. You know? I've never heard anyone describe it like that. Well, yeah. Um, because you're not supposed to, um, because you see, if you don't understand how powerful you are, then you can very easily be manipulated and controlled. That's completely. The, that's the whole point. And so, uh, and you can be easily manipulated and controlled through fear and separation, right? right? When it all boils down, what it really boils down to is the root factor is that you're missing who you really are, which is love. 
And when you start with love, right? Okay. Love, right? And then you love yourself. Then what kind of food do you eat? And what is your relationship with food? And do you eat emotionally or do you eat bad quality or good quality? Do you overeat? Do you see all of these things? All of these things stem, stem from ultimately a lack of loving self, right? Right. So that's the relationship with food. Well, if you look at the relationship with money, it's the same thing. Like if I truly love myself, well, then I want the best for myself and I want the best for my children and I want the best for my family and I want the best for humanity. And the best way that I can help humanity be their best is if I be my best. Right. So, so then I have to go deep within myself and I have to ask myself, you know, what are the blockages that I have around money, for example, what are the belief systems? Like, why can't I have a million bucks a year or every six months or every month or every week? It's all within me. I feel like it's hard for those people that have no awareness and they're stuck and they're, they're stuck in that cycle of eating like shit, treating themselves like shit. And so they keep feeding it, but where's the starting point? Like, how do you stop the habits. Well, and let me get to the final one. The final one is sex. Yeah. <laughs> because if you think about it, we have been programmed to, you know, have feel guilt over the very thing that created us. And so when we have guilt and shame over the very thing that created us, then we really have guilt and shame about ourselves. And it's further separation from, from love. So truly human beings don't know how to make love. Hu human beings have sex. They yeah. don't connect. They don't, they just connect physically. They don't, there's three points of connection. You connect physically, you connect in the heart, you connect in the eyes and with the soul, you know, and, through breathing, and through breathing. So there's actually four points of connection. Human beings, forgive me for being vulgar, but it's just, <laughs> you get what you're looking for. You finish in two minutes. No sex, making love is hours upon hours. When you, when you have truly discovered who you are. And the other thing is that making love is very healing. Yes. You can, you can literally transmute your giftings into the person that you're making love with, you know? Um, totally. Yeah. So like, if like, for example, if, if you're, if your partner has, issues with money or abundance, you can literally say, I give you the gift of financial abundance and the, the, the energy just changes. Or if, or if, or vice versa is a, if a woman has a gift where she has truly connected with her heart and, and a man is, you know, not connected to his feminine, the woman could channel that energy and give it to him. And his, his life just that's how powerful we really are. Yeah, I completely agree. I've seen that in my own life. And I feel like that's why everyone says you always have to bring it back to you and focus on your healing and not controlling someone else because we're radiating that energy. We're giving off that energy. And within doing so, you're naturally communicating with their soul. Absolutely. Yeah. And that it's all you. There's a saying Ram Das used to say, there's nothing that you can do for me other than work on you. And there's mm -hmm. nothing I can do for you other than work on me. Yeah. And if you look at the current state of what's going on out there, right. And, you know, I don't, I don't have a TV. I don't pay attention too much to it because why waste my energy on it? Right. Same. But, it, but if you look at the current state of what's going on out there, it's all based on fear and separation. Right. Well, if I, you really love yourself, guess what? 
that has no effect on you. I know I have in the readings, I do a lot of people ask me about COVID and I feel like it's an individual question. It's how are you perceiving it? Exactly. But a lot of people um, aren't at that level to understand that yet. They get, I feel like a lot of people too get stuck in the drama of all of it and they don't unknowingly, they um, are creating more fear for themselves. But that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point because the more fear that there is, the more easier it is to control. It was like this, this morning I, I was at the gym. Um, I happened to walk by and I, and I saw a show. Uh, forgive me. I love you guys. I'm just going to repeat what was on the TV. Uh, and it said, you know, and it, and it said, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? By the way, if you're vaccinated, God bless you. If you're not vaccinated, God bless you. Do whatever you want. Right. Mm -hmm. But it just made me think like, if you watch that and hear that enough times, guess what is being programmed into your mind? This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which causes more separation, which if you think about it, vaccinated, unvaccinated, white, black, rich, poor, America, China, this is all separation. Yeah. It's all separation. It's all furthering yourself from love. And it's also a distraction from other things that are going on because if you're so consumed with the black or white, the get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated, we're doing, we're, you guys are fighting amongst yourself. And then it's allowing other things to go on that are more important that we should be focusing on. Which, you know, the more that you're in the energy of fear, the more that you overeat the more unhealthy that you get, the more that you maybe might need a drink of alcohol to soothe you or whatever the case may be. And this is all because people don't have spiritual anchors. I completely agree. And and I'd love to to talk about that. It's very important because when you start having a spiritual anchor in your life, then what happens is picture yourself as a, as a boat, right? And you're, and you're in the water, right? And a storm comes, right? A, a, A storm, like what's happening right now. And the waves start crashing and and the boat starts moving, right? Well, if you're anchored in, that boat ain't going nowhere. Right. That that boat ain't going nowhere. But if you're not anchored in, guess what? That boat is being taken out to sea. Right. Does that make sense? And so this is the importance of a true spiritual anchor. This is something that I teach our students and our seminar attendees all the time, because people don't really know what it is to live spiritual lives. They have no clue, no clue whatsoever. They have no clue that they can literally lift the veil and move themselves out of the third dimension into the fifth dimension. They have no idea because of separation. Right. So when you have a spiritual anchor and you truly know yourself, then love, uh, life becomes about love and spirituality, not circumstance. This is where you see people who are devastated right now because of COVID or the vaccine or Trump or Biden or whatever they can right. they devastated. Why? Because they don't know who they really are. So where, how do you recommend people get started? And what, what would you label as a spiritual anchor? Would that be meditation, um, like different spiritual practices? All the coaching and the training and the seminars that I've ever done, I can only teach on what I know. You know, um, I, I go out and I find it and it and it works for me. And then I teach it to people. Yeah, let me let me watch my words correctly. Hang on one second. Uh, yes, meditation is one of them. Yes. So 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 I would say that meditation is one of them. 
And I would say meditation is probably one of the most important ones. And this is what we do at our seminars. I want you to come be my guest at Awaken. It's, it's, in, it's in San Diego and, and bring your family and friends. Um, we take people through three meditations and three breathwork sessions. I mean, people are healing their relationships with their mothers. People are healing their bodies. People, it's, it's because they never experienced this before. Right. They've been living their entire lives through fear. Mm-hmm. So when you finally show them, and by the way, that it isn't even me, it's you, right. you, you have the power inside of you to heal and change your own life. All you need is a little bit of a guide to show you along the way. And that's all I do is I just kind of guide you through the process. But when you can learn to finally quiet this thing that has not stopped thinking and talking to you since you were one, since the first moment when your father let you down. Mm-hmm. Is that moment when your mother let you down? Since that moment where you first felt afraid, it's been talking to you and trying to protect you and trying to guard you from ever feeling that again. When you can finally quiet that down for a second, now you can connect to your heart. Right. Connect to your heart. Now you can finally connect to God. And when you can finally connect to God, guess what? All limitations are off the table. Yeah. That's when your life starts changing forever is when you finally connect to God and allow the energy and the love that is God to come into your life and heal you. And then you can have it all because there's nothing stopping you. Right. I had a pretty profound experience this summer. My husband took all, everybody left. I had a week to myself. And during that week, I wasn't watching TV. I was trying to meditate and do my spiritual practices. But I, what I realized is the voice in my head I'm never connected to because I'm either listening to a podcast, listening to music, watching TV, have people around me and whatnot. And so this week allowed me to be aware of myself and that voice. And it got to the point like by day two where I'm like, I am sick and tired of this, like the fear and the the worry and whatnot. And then it, I felt like a direct connection to my higher self form where I was able to just observe the that voice and no longer make decisions based off of it that's right based off that chatter yes and i feel like a lot of people there's the chatter and that's their normal until you reach the point of being able to connect to that higher source that's all that you know you know and so you have to go into i feel having a little bit of faith and an open mind and um being able to like observe your thoughts and whatnot i feel is the medicine that will help you move past it Mm -hmm. yeah there's so much i mean you know when you talk about medicine i mean i'll tell you i'll tell you this everything in my life started to change when i started asking the right questions yes Everything that I now not believe, everything that I now know was exactly what other people told me was evil and to stay away from. I was forever that meditation was evil. How can being with yourself in silence be evil? Yeah. I was told forever that breath work was evil. How can breathing be evil? I was told forever that psychics were evil, that that was the devil. My psychic is like my saint. He's like my, my spiritual guide. Yeah. I was told forever that connecting with people who passed on, like through a medium is evil. I talk to my mother all the time now. Why would I not? Why would I 
why would I, why would I want to live this life without the greatest teacher that I can have, which is my mother, right? Who yeah. can look in my life and tell me, hey, d- 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 she's there. She's there with God right now. And she could talk to me. Why would I not want that? Here's why. Because everything is evil that keeps you from connecting to your true self. Right. It's so funny because I had a similar experience. I was raised Catholic and my dad's side was hardcore Christian. And I, same thing, all of this was evil. And so I'm a psychic and a medium. And when I first found my gift, oh, oh, yeah, I do readings for a living, but I struggled where for like seven years where I was, there's a war in my head going on where I'm, I'm conjuring demons or I'm going to go psycho and crazy where I'm going to be possessed by a demon. And I had to work through, I mean, I literally had to go to therapy to like say it out loud, what I was taught and then align that with how that did not feel right to me. And so I got to the point where I, I questioned it. Well, grandma, if, if God gave me this gift, why would he not want me to use it? Why? Like that, that's, I just want somebody to answer that question and they couldn't answer it. And so I, that's when I was forced to live through my heart and to start just going with what I know. And sometimes it does feel like you're walking blindly where you're just feeling your way out and you can't see a clear direction. And I feel like my, that journey is what helped me connect with my own faith and my own beliefs and whatnot. And I do believe in Jesus and Mary and, but I don't believe in um, the rules that religion taught me. Like, I don't believe that if you don't act a certain way that God's going to turn his back on you. That's like a human belief. So anyways, I was forced to work through all of it and within doing so is how I found myself. And I feel like a lot of us humans have that theme where we have to question what we were raised with and question those belief systems and not judge them, question them and release them if they don't feel right. Yeah. And I think that's everyone's own individual journey. Yeah, it is. I'll give you, I'll give you another big one. And this is the whole thing with like sexuality, right? So we had, um, I, I, I have a beautiful coaching client. Uh, he's, he's been in my program for three years now. Uh, obviously, we've changed his life. He does quadruple the business now. He's really happy. But he would never let me in. Mm-hmm. He, he, would, he would never, like, like, he wouldn't let me be his friend. It was the weirdest thing. And I'm very, like, my clients are my family. Like, I go on trips with them. I vacation with them. Like, I, I love being around these these people, you uh-huh. know? And so, you know, he signed up for our, our retreat, uh, in, in Colombia that we just had, we just had a, a, a six day retreat with 40 people. It's an ayahuasca retreat. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, he came and when I saw him on the list, I was like, oh, wow, he's coming. Like he's, he's going to be a part of this, right? This is a guy who's doing so well financially. He just pays every month and he rarely shows up to the calls type of deal, right? Right. So on the way to the trip, he was like completely against sharing a room with anybody. No way. Well, Claudia, my ex-wife, who is now the director of, of all of our journeys uh, and plant medicine retreats, says, is it something physical? No. Okay, well then you're going to be sharing in a room with somebody because it's obviously something mental and that's going to be your medicine. Love it. Fair enough. This beautiful human being, his entire life had been living with this fear of sharing a room with other men because he was bullied as a young boy because he was gay. 
And so he came out and said, he's like, cry. He's like, love. He's like, thank you so much. I now have brothers and I now can also have men as friends. And it just doesn't have to be the women. This has changed my life forever. And it was just, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with sexuality is they make you wrong for feeling what you feel and for being who you are, you know? Right. I feel like sometimes it goes to the opposite end of the spectrum where you're taught to like sex is bad, where I had the experience, sorry to be super open, where in my 20s, I slept around a lot. And then I had to deal with like from going from that extreme to working through the way that I treated myself because I didn't want to be like them. So, you know, I did make bad decisions. And so then working through, um, you know, not loving myself and whatnot. And I feel like that's a theme with a lot of the women that I encounter. Well, I mean, I, I can get really deep there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, go deep. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you know, w- women in particular, the feminine energy is, um, is, is really the source of love. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and men and the masculine energy is, is, is really the source of vision, ideas, and, and, and creating. And so, you know, the mind envisions and the heart receives. Masculine, feminine. It's both. We're mm. all both. Right. We're all both. I am a man and a woman. Right. You are a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, here in the 3D world, because of whatever uh, genital parts you have or don't have, they call you one or the other, right? But we're really, we're both. We have both energies inside of us because we were born from a man and, and, and a female. And so what has happened is, you know, most women, the reason why they go through what you just described is because they've been pulled away from their heart from the very beginning. Mm-hmm woman's intuition, a woman's heart, that's who they are. Right. Right. And so what happens is they start to look for life outside of them. Mm -hmm. So the same way that a man looks for life outside of himself through power, a Ferrari, uh, success, money, a big house, right? This is man, mind, mind, get me that, right? That, That was me, by the way, that was me. Yeah. The same way that a woman looks for life outside of herself because the woman is heart. And what is the way of connecting is through sex. That's one of the ways of connecting or through the the body and using the body, right? The same way that the man uses, look at my car. The woman uses, look at my body, right? By the way, all of you don't go crazy on me. I'm not saying this is all cases because I know your mind is going apeshit right now. I'm just giving you examples. And that is part of our journey. Part of our journey. That was my journey, right? My my true journey was a journey of like, okay, let me master this energy of money. And part of that was I had to discover that money is not only everything. Money is just a resource to get me what I was really looking for. And that was freedom. Right. Freedom. I am free. I can go where I want to go with whoever I want to go. And I'm so free that I no longer need expensive clothes or a fancy car or anything. I just need a white t-shirt and whatever, and I'm good. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's because I found my heart and it's the same journey for a woman. When a woman truly discovers her heart, truly discovers her heart. And I'm talking 
This is the power of ayahuasca. This is the power of the mushrooms. This is the power of plant medicine. Everybody we've been told, everything we've been told not to do, which God put on the earth for a reason to help us discover ourselves. When she truly discovers her heart, everyone around her changes. Yes. That's how powerful the woman is. Her children change, her mother heals, her father heals, everyone, because that's how powerful love truly is. Love is the only force that will transform. I completely agree with you. And I have to say um, what everything that you said speaks true to me. So everyone coming at you, I feel like you're like, um, like you see Instagram is like, Instagram is both. They're all, what religion is he? Who is God? It's separation. It's just totally. And that's the thing. I like how you deal. I love you. Have fun. I like how you deal with it though, because you can't argue. It's just, there's a wall there and you don't get it until you get it. Well, let's take it even deeper. The minute one argues, what is one living through the mind or the heart? The mind. Right. So So it's, you're stepping into the exact energy that you want to heal in the world. You know how we heal the world? We heal ourselves. And you know how we heal ourselves? By connecting with ourselves. Well, with, through the heart. That's right. Yeah. By feeling. I know I teach a lot of my students that as well. I always have to say, this is not a mindset. This is a feeling. And I have to repeat it because we're not taught to feel. We're, we are, as a society, taught to think. That's right. Because thinking is easily programmable. Right. And manipulated. But your feelings aren't, it's everybody has gifted. And I tell everyone that all the time. And I feel like they think I'm it's bullshit, but I'm not the only one that's gifted. I came in and I somehow, some way was put on this path through um, a lot of significant losses in my life. And it forced me to start to connect with my feeling because that's my main gift. And then also my gift of knowing. Sure. Sure. Well, what I have discovered is every single one of us as human beings has a gift. Oh, completely. I agree. You, you have no idea. We, this last year we took, we probably took about 350 people through, through, through journeys of whatever the case may be. Gosh, at, at Awaken this last year, there was close to a thousand people there. You have no many, you have no idea how many gifts were unlocked at the event. No plant medicine. Yeah. Just from the energy in the room and being online, you have no idea how many people say, oh my God, I have this spiritual gift. I have this spiritual gift. I have it. Because that's what happens when you finally connect to yourself. Right. You find your highest self. You find out who you really are, you know? And right. that's why we, I always talk about awakening and then healing. Because once you awaken and you go, holy shit, <laughs> this is life. Oh my God. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then you go in and you heal. Right. Go in and you face those deepest, darkest fears, right? Right. The fears of shame and guilt and inadequacy, anything that doesn't make you feel like the glorious, powerful, abundant being that you truly are. You go in and you start unraveling all of that. And guess what happens? You literally just become a magnet for abundance because you're connected there and that is abundance and you are abundance. So there you are. You just radiate and literally whatever you want in life is just, it starts manifesting. Starts yeah. manifesting. 
I've seen that within my own life. And I have to say that when I awakened, it was, oh shit, I didn't realize I was doing all of this to myself. And I also didn't realize that based off of, I had a very traumatic childhood and upbringing. So I had this victim mentality, poor me, nobody loves me, poor me. And that my awakening was that where I realized I was feeling sorry for myself based off of my past experiences instead of having a different perspective on them and seeing them in the past and like, oh, it made me who I am, but it doesn't have to continue to like rock my mind. Well, let's get into weight loss. Yeah. We wanted to talk about this and we'll also get into divorce. If you, man, I could do this, you know, let's do it. Well, um, I have another call, but but well, so let, let's talk about weight loss. So, so I'll give you an example. Um, I weigh about 159 pounds right now. Uh, so, some way, shape. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. Um, I don't own a scale. I don't eat animals. I don't eat three times a day. I don't take steroids. I don't do anything. I don't do anything that the world tells you to do. Anything. Because that's all up here. You mm-hmm. know, when I finally started to heal my body, when I started to love myself. Everything comes from love. And I started to realize that the reason why I was 150, I used to weigh 195. You can look back at pictures. I mean, I literally was, I, my head was like that. Mm-hmm. My head was that big. I was 195 <laughs> pounds. You know what I realized? I realized that I had a story in my head. And I had a story in my head that everyone that was Hispanic, like me, I know this is crazy. This was just my story was overweight. It was just a story. And so um, the minute that I started to heal that story, I started to realize that it wasn't even about Hispanic or non-Hispanic or whatever. It was that I truly didn't identify and know who I was. And I had a whole bunch of shame and guilt about myself. I mean, I literally used to stand in front of that mirror every single day and like, feel good one day and get depressed the next day and, and jump on the, the scale and feel good. And then jump off the scale and feel bad. That's all mind fucking yourself. Totally. I feel like I do that. And so many people listening do it too. Yeah. Because we've been programmed to do it people. So That's how do we stop doing it? It's called awaken. Because right. when you awaken, you can have it all. I'm trying to tell you guys. And let me, <laughs> listen, I'll just, I'll just get into this real fast. And what's the only reason why people wouldn't come to awaken? Because they ask this magic question, what's it cost? Yeah, That's the energy of money. You get this? You get how it's all, it's a puzzle. It's all a puzzle, right? And when you finally start to understand that there's no cost, there's just you investing in yourself to grow your highest potential. And the returns are that are infinite because you'll tap into loving yourself and knowing yourself. The, the, the whole game starts to, it starts to change. You know what I've noticed whenever I've given away a reading for free or done anything for free, it's not valued as much. Like, I feel like if somebody's going to pay for something, then they value it more. So let's go into divorce real fast. So people ask me all the time because people love this. They love this. They love, you know, they, they love looking at Claudia and I, my ex-wife, and they see we get along, we're business partners and they love, this drives people insane. The notion that two human beings could love each other, but not want to be married to each other. That yeah. just that just doesn't fit in my program. How, how is that even possible? I, 
I love her more now than I ever have before Mm -hmm. because I was honest with myself and she was honest with herself. And we realized that we married each other because of a wound. Uh Uh-huh. And my wound was I need to marry someone to help me feel validated, supported, and loved because I never received that from my mother because my mother wasn't able to give that to me here in this human life. Yeah. So my mind, my wound, my wound, right, goes looking for a mind mate. That's what I call a mind mate. The mind has a wound, right? Right. I need to go get married. By the way, I have a I have a Mercedes S class. I make a million bucks a year. I'm rich. I have the gold watch. What's next? I need a wife. Right. Because that's what the program says you need. So I go out and I go out and find the wife. If she was right here, she could tell you. We talk about this at Awaken, by the way. If she was right here, she would say this. Um, I, I I literally showed up. And my wound was a perfect match for her wound. Because guess what her wound was? I want to get out of here. I want to get married by the half kids by the time I'm 23. Right. It was like, oh, shit. Whoop. I found my soulmate. Yay. <laughs> How could you find your soulmate if you don't know your soul? Right. How could you find your soulmate if you're living from a wound? It's impossible. This is what people don't understand. And so, you know, then we finally started to get real with ourselves and, you know, and, and thankful, you know, quite, quite honestly, if it wasn't for ayahuasca, it, this, 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 we wouldn't be where we are today. We finally started to realize that this was part of our path, part of our journey. We have three beautiful boys. We love each other. She's my best friend. She's now my business partner. We're changing the world together because we're showing the world that you can coexist with people and, and, and not fight about money, not, not fight about anything, and truly love each other, but just happen to not be married to each other. I love that. I, I'm very intrigued about the ayahuasca. Can you touch on that real quick? What would you like to know? Well, I'm fucking scared to do it. I've, um, I've had really negative experiences with marijuana edibles where I literally, I know, but I can't move past it. How do I move past it? Well, look, here's, here's what I would say. I'll tell you when I first learned about ayahuasca, by the way, this is ayahuasca. That's the actual ayahuasca. What is that? Is that wood? The vine. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a vine. It's mixed with something else. And that's what makes the actual ayahuasca. I had heard about ayahuasca 10 years prior to me doing it. I was already married. I was already miserable, but I didn't know I was miserable. Mm -hmm. I just thought this was life. You get and everybody else around me looked miserable. Right. All my friends were miserable. Right. Yep. Everybody. And how do you know? Because you drink every week and until you knock out and you wake up, that's how you know you're miserable. Right. Without knowing you're miserable. Right. And what happened to me was, you know, when I finally was like, you know, when, when my mom passed away, you know, I started to ask questions and I started to be like, you know, what, what, what is this? What, something's not making sense here with everything that I thought was true. You know, I hit rock bottom. I was going nowhere and I was getting there really, really, really fast. And all of a sudden, and this is why they say mother ayahuasca calls you, right? All of a sudden she shows up 
she shows up on an Instagram story with my friend, my friend who, who I know my friend, he's a pretty big influencer. His name is Gerard Adams. What's up, Gerard? Uh, but uh, Gerard Adams is showing up and he's got the biggest, cheesiest smile I have ever seen on his face. And you know what I thought? I thought, you know, I know Gerard, but he doesn't normally smile like that. So if he's smiling like that, whatever he's on, I want something <laughs> back because I'm miserable right now, right? I was just going totally. through my divorce. I was in my little apartment, so forth and so on. I had just moved out of my house. Like I, I had rock bottom. So I call him up and I go, okay, Danny, whatever he says, you're going to do it. Whatever he was, I don't care what cockamania thing he was on. He had his face painted. He was jumping around around a fire, whatever the case may be. He says, you're in. And he goes, hey, brother, how are you? And I go, hey, Gerard, what's up, man? How are you doing? And I go, um, I go, um, I go, um, I go, so, um, so what's going on, dude? I saw you in New Year's. This was like two years ago. I saw you in New Year's and you were, you know, had some funky face paint on and like, what's up? What are you doing? He's like, oh, bro, you ever heard of ayahuasca? I got goosebumps. I said, I asked him, I said, sign me up. Because it was like, it was my time. Right was my time and I knew that I needed to heal myself deeply mm -hmm. because I knew there was more to life than what I was experiencing. Yeah. And with this, I'll tell you everything. My very first experience with ayahuasca, this is what happened. Okay. I show up with my Gucci sunglasses, gold, by the way, have to be gold. <laughs> Cause I have to show everyone that I make money and you know, so this way you could feel like you need to know me or like me or what a bullshit story. Right. Yeah. My massive Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, it has to say LV everywhere. LV, LV, LV. Right. Right. You know, you're living out the story. You're living out your pain. Right. And I'm showing up and I'm strutting in there and I'm, I'm Mr. Hot shot millionaire, whatever the case may be. Right. And I sit down, I'm in ceremony. I'm in ceremony and I go up and they go, okay, everybody's laughing right now. And I go, and I go up and they said, take the first cup. So I take the first cup. I'm shitting bricks. I'm, I'm like you, I'm scared as fuck. <laughs> what is, what's going to happen? This is a cold. Oh my God. What is this? Right. I take the first cup, right? Nothing happens. My ego kicks in, right? My, my ego kicks in and I'm Mr. Hotshot now. Ah, everybody's tripping. I'm not tripping. Yeah, this is, this is, I'm Danny Morrell. Like, what's this going to do? <laughs> so he goes, you know, it's about an hour and a half into the ceremony. People love this story. An hour and a half into the ceremony. And uh, the shaman goes, all right, well, if you'd like the second cup, come on up to the second cup. I'm not feeling anything. Right. So I, go, I was the first one. I go, I run on over, kneel <laughs> down. It's like, all right, I'm not feeling anything. I guess, I guess this isn't for me. I can handle this, whatever. And I, he gives me, he looks at me like, Okay, so he gives me the cup, right? I take the cup, I go sit down. Listen, I sit down, true story. I sit down like this, and the moment I sit down, I go, oh, fuck, right? <laughs> and I start feeling it, and I think, you should probably lay down. And I lay down, I lay down, and I put my hands on my chest like this, and the most beautiful thing started happening. My arms started going like this. And you're awake, you're, you're conscious, you know what's right. happening, right? And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they start flapping faster than you can possibly imagine. 
Papi, go get my hat if you can. The one with the, yeah. Faster than like, and I'm like, what the? And then I close my eyes and I'll never forget the most beautiful words I had ever heard. And she says to me, she says, she says, are you ready, my son? And she said it in Spanish. She says, are you ready, my son? Because I'm about to transform your life the same way that a butterfly is transformed. And in that moment, like uh, the cocoon opened like that, and I flew out of it. And that was my, that was my first ever experience with ayahuasca. And, and that was the birth of this, this logo here. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that I got was, the chills. Yeah, because that's, that's us. It's not me. It's us. It's, it's when we're, we're ready to meet our highest self. This is what happens. We, we, we transform. And all I can say is <sighs> I love my kids now more than I ever have. I love myself now more. I, I feel like I'm connecting more with people more than I ever have before. Um, I know my purpose here in life. I, I'm no longer afraid. Um, I'm healthier in my body and I owe it all to her. I, I just be honest. Like that's where Did you feel like immediately after like something had switched in you where I don't need all of this bullshit anymore, like the material stuff. And it was a process. It was a process. Yeah. It's a journey because life is a journey. Yeah. And you gotta understand, like I needed to, I needed to let go of some things, but it's like an onion peel and little by little you start unraveling. Like I remember I had a $40,000 watch, right? It was a, it was a, it was a rose gold Rolex and it meant everything to me. And, and I remember the day it's like, you know, I've always wanted to help people. I, I always, even, even when I was an asshole back in the day, I, I've always <laughs> wanted to help people. So even if you go back to my previous seminars before my spiritual growth, like I was a jerk and I was a little rough around the corners, but underneath it all, you could tell I was trying to help you, yeah. you know? And so I feel like in my journey, it's been like, God has been little like, all right, you, you want to really help people do this, right? I'll give you one of the do this. There has been like five or six do this. I was going to Beverly Hills. I used to live in California. I was going to Beverly Hills for a dinner and I had decided, I just started feeling really uncomfortable. Like I started feeling really stupid wearing the watch. Mm -hmm. Why do I need this? This is dumb. Right. And I slowly started selling all the bags and the glass. I was like, what? This is, I, I feel dumb. Like, like, you know, because my heart started changing. Right. But this was still like, I don't know. It was like my manhood, my man, like, it's like, like, this is what made me like a man amongst men in my, in my ego. This is what separated me amongst all the other men. This was like the, the final piece for me. Right. And I, and I was going to go to Beverly Hills. I was going to go to Beverly Hills and, and uh, for a dinner. And I was like, you know what? I haven't worn it in a while. I'll go to the safe and I'll, I'll, I'll go pick it up. And, um, and I heard as audibly as you can hear. Why do you need that? Well, but by that time I had knew, like I had known not to fight it. Because the other thing that starts happening when you discover your highest self, you start being really honest with yourself. Uh-huh. Right? That part's a little rough, but yes. A little rough. 
So the truth just started coming out because I want validation, appreciation, and respect amongst other women. And, I, and I'll go ahead and say this because there's going to be white people there and it makes me feel like I'm like them. So that was another bullshit story. So, uh, and because by me wearing this, it makes me feel like I have more money. And so I can be a part of or looked upon or respected in a certain way. All complete lies. Yeah. And one by one, I started crying and it Boom, boom, boom. It all just started. It was like a ceremony. It was like the watch was my medicine is what I became. The next day, listen to this true story. The next day um, I sold it because I'm very obedient. I hear a message. I don't mess around with that stuff. Uh-huh. The next day I sold the watch. Guess when I first connected with my mother through a medium. You what? I first connected with my mother. I sold the oh. watch. I sold the watch on a Saturday. Guess what happens on a Monday? My friend calls me who had never had the gift before. He says, Hey, I got to talk to you. I have a message to you from my mother, from your mother. Uh huh. You know what my psychic had told me on Monday, September, whatever on that say that he says, your life is going to change forever. It was, it was, all, it was all, it was all part of the journey. I love that. Yeah. I feel like for some people, like with um, psychic stuff, there's so many different paths that can present themselves. But for you, I feel like you doing the ayahuasca for some freaking reason made your path very uh, expedited and quick. And like there wasn't other, I feel like it was all meant to happen. Yeah, you're, that's a download you're getting. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened. For me, it was like, it was like, boom, 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 boom. Like, it, yeah. It just, Just because when I do readings, I'll see, they'll show me like, um, multiple roads, but as you're talking, I just see one straight one and I'm like, Oh shit, that's pretty rare. Usually we can get detoured and whatnot, but uh, uh, you were like very determined. It was, it was a straight road because I feel we're on the cusp of a shift here in humanity. Agree. And I feel like, and that's why, you know, I don't want to upset anybody, but that's why what's happening is happening because the children being born right now. 11 years old and younger that they're that that's the that's the new that's the new earth that's coming yeah so if we can instill them with fear then we then we then we limit their power and 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 it's very spiritual what's happening people just you know, don't see it, but that's dude, okay. I keep getting the chills. I have two 11 year olds and a three year old. And I feel like, especially with my kids, they have a knowing they question everything. I wasn't like that as a kid. So I completely agree with you though. It is all happening for a reason. And I also feel that there's a shift with the masculine energy on the earth where men I've been seeing in all the readings I've been doing, men are being all use the label forced forced to connect more with their emotions and be honest with themselves in regards to their actions and their purpose and connecting with their heart. Sure. Exactly. That's what's happening. By the way, I love you guys on Instagram right now. They're all, they're all feeling this. You all feel this. This is, this is love. This is God. This is, this is transformation. What, what, what is happening right now? We've got some people really going through stuff on, on IG. Yeah. I love that. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Say hi. Let them know your name. Hi. I'm um, on Instagram under medium Kareen. Medium Kareen. And this podcast is called walking on feathers. That's a whole different story. A whole different story. So this this live is going to cut off in a couple of minutes. So, um, okay, well we can wrap up, but I would love, I could talk to you for hours. I would love to have you on again. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. I'll email your assistant and we'll... Listen, come come to Awaken. 
Okay. How about we do this? You come to Awaken, you be my guest, and then I'll give you and all of your audience like a special code, whatever. Um, I will, if anybody on my team is watching right now, let's hook her up or Chelsea, we'll we'll get it all taken care of because truly the event is going to, it changes lives in ways that is undescribable. It's, it's like, here's what I would say. The way we have built it is this. All right. You're afraid to do plant medicine. No, no problem. You know, I was too, but don't be afraid to connect with yourself. Totally. Oh, but I'm the type that I'm going to fucking do it because I'm scared of doing it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, well, this is like baby step number one. Got it. No plant medicine, but I'm going to show you how to get all of the benefits of the plant medicine without the plant medicine in a powerful way. And we're going to heal some stuff within you that is going to awaken you to receive your highest potential in money, health, relationships, and life. It's a powerful life-changing event. And I was told to make it affordable for everybody. That's why it's only 97 bucks online. Uh, and, 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 and just so you know, there were people in Europe, uh, all over the world last yeah. time joined that had life-changing experiences as, as well. So I can feel it. I feel like it, it's, it speaks more when, as you talk about it, I can feel this strong connection where I literally feel like you're waking people up in the moment. Yeah, that's that we, it's, you know, and I'm humbled by this, but that's my, 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 my gift as, as not only a communicator, but as, as a reflector also in the energy, the aura, it's, it's, it's profoundly healing and powerful um, those three days. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, I will definitely come and I'll um, I'll email Chelsea and whatnot. And then we'll do this again, hopefully before the end of the year. One last question. You have a book, correct? Yeah, but that was my old self. So. Okay, I got it. I got you. I mean, I got a couple of books coming out, but more than anything, hook up with me on Instagram. Uh, the link to go to Awaken is dannymorell.com backslash Awaken. And then your Instagram handle is Danny Morell. Yeah. Danny Morell, D-A-N-N-Y-M-O-R-E-L. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'm excited to to connect with you and um, maybe we can podcast after that. That would be, probably be best. Whatever you want, whatever we can do to help people. I'm in. Okay. I'm in too. It was so lovely to meet you. Awesome to meet you as well. Okay. I'll see you soon. Here. Okay. okay bye. That's it for this week's episode of The Higher Self. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to leave a four or five star rating, share it with all of your friends, all of your family members, and post any comments or questions that you may have, whether you're seeing this on my website, YouTube, podcast, Spotify, whatever the case may be. We really are here to help guide you to your highest self.